views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody, welcome. I want to welcome you all to the show. It's great to have all of you tuning us in and turning us on. We got a great show for you right here. You know, cutting edge methods to release stress. Yeah, get ready for a new radio show, Stress Buster Radio with Dave Dodge. Dave's going to join me here today. You're going to hear a bit about how he got to be where he is, why this is so important in the world we live in today, what the show is about, but also what he said yes to in his life, his passion, his purpose. Uh, You're going to hear about that. So I'm just going to tell you a little bit about Dave. And that is that he is somebody that said yes to showing up in service of other people. And what do I mean by that? I mean that he is showing up in service of helping others understand that they can have an amazing life. And sometimes you got to bust right through it. You know, he graduated from Columbia University, completed a number of postgraduate programs, but this is to assist him and others in, in how they resolve issues. We know about issues, but do we know about cutting edge approaches to helping us move past the issues to live an amazing life? Dave, it's great to have you here. Welcome to the show. It's great to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Appreciate well, it. Well, let's start off with a chat about your journey. I gave uh-huh. folks just a little bit of a snippet, you know, to talk about uh, what you've done and what you've decided to say yes to. But here mm-hmm. we are on the edge of launching Stress Buster Radio. And I want to ask you, what has this journey been like for you? And by the way, what kind of stresses did you have to bust to get to be here in this very moment? <laughs> uh, wow, that's kind of a mouthful. And um, actually, <laughs> uh, to to get to the last part first, um, I was just actually discussing with you how much stress uh, I went through since I heard from you guys a couple months ago and decided to do this radio show. I mean, I, I had asked... Uh, the universe. I put out an attention for the universe to help me to put out and help more people. Um, since I was an adolescent, when I was an adolescent, that's when I started wanting to help people on a mass level. And I thought it was always going to be a uh, relation to writing books. And um, so I've written, so it's kind of interesting because I've written uh, the table of contents for about probably six, seven books, but I haven't written the books yet. 
And so I was just talking with you before the show about, uh, you know, going from this process of uh, the dream state of dreaming about doing all this stuff and dreaming about helping all these people on this big level, but uh, being having so much stress that I was paralyzed for all this time and I couldn't get to the doing state. So actually the radio station is helping me get to the doing state, but in doing so, uh, I had to deal with a whole bunch of stress. Uh, in relation to exposing myself out to the world in relation, because I came from a, um, a very dysfunctional family and I got screwed up when I was a kid, uh, mentally and emotionally as many people, many, many, many people. And I'm going to say most people, if not all people, and I'm going to say all people, uh, got screwed up in one way or another, because that's part of the human condition that we're human. We're not perfect. We're not going to do it perfect. We're going to have, uh, our insecurities get in the way of no matter how good we are at bringing up kids. And I know that some of us are more screwed up than others. And certainly uh, more people, you know, there's people that are more screwed up than me. So my story is my story, but it doesn't take away from my uh, pain and my, uh, my journey to get where I am now. And so that's kind of certainly what inspired me was my own screwed upness. And I wanted to get out of my own screwed upness. Um, I had a family. Um, well, I had three parents. I had a mother, father and stepfather. Uh, my mother divorced, uh, started, it was part of the start of the trend of divorce back in the early fifties. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. And, um, when I was about four years old, when I was about five years old, uh, she got remarried to this other guy who all th and all three of them were uh, pretty much um, very emotionally insecure, very uh, um, didn't have a lot of growth in that area. Both of the all three. Well, all of the parents had very screwed up uh, childhoods themselves. So uh, it's it takes a very confident uh, 20 something year old back then <clears throat> to be able to raise kids uh, to become confident, to become secure, safe, trusting the world, all that kind of stuff. So there's going to be a whole bunch of, uh, and even now, even though it's gotten better, it's still, uh, we're, we're all still dealing with our screwed upness and how to do that. And um, so, uh, so I went through my childhood and I kind of, uh, Built up anger over time, didn't realize how much anger until I actually got out of the house, went off to college. Um, and you, you talk about me graduating from Columbia. Mm -hmm. uh, it took me uh, 20 years and four colleges to get my bachelor's degree. So I didn't get my bachelor's degree until I was uh, my early 40s. And then I got into Columbia because I was really psyched. I found out what I wanted, uh, which was the social work thing. And uh and helping people and all that kind of stuff. So it was a major push forward in relation to doing. And I got into Columbia and I got in with honors and got into uh, who's who of uh, colleges, universities. The reason why it took me 20 years and four colleges to get my bachelor's was because I thought I was stupid, uh, which was kind of silly uh, because uh, when I was in sixth grade going into seventh, my parents were told that I was going into honors. And I wasn't trying for it. I didn't know it existed. I didn't know what it was about. But it turned out that it kind of uh, it intimidated everybody in my family. And my stepfather was a factory worker, and he felt particularly 
uh, insecure himself. And so he started calling me stupid in one way or another, you know, five times a day, um, whether he said it straight out or he intimated it or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, my mother was, <clears throat> uh, she came from a country schoolhouse where they had three or four classes in one, one room. And she was valedictorian of her one-room schoolhouse. And so she kind of said to me at one point, she said, you can be smart, but don't be smarter than me. Uh-huh. And so that kind of, uh, and, and then I, you know, my brother, my older brother was having a lot of problems anyway. So I didn't want to compete with him. He was uh, having a hard time uh, also. So uh, I made this contract that I wasn't going to compete with him. But it turned out that I made the contract that, I wasn't going to compete with anybody and I was going to stay small. So these pieces of my real self uh, had to were given away in order for me to survive and be a part of the family, be a part of uh, the tribe. Mm-hmm. And, and um, that obviously angered me a great deal, even though during my, you know, my older brother was having a hard time. Uh, I felt bad for my mother because she was in a situation where, um, you know, I didn't fully see the whole situation she was adding to it. And I was, but I was defending her as being Mm -hmm. a victim of being a victim. So, um, so anyway, uh, when I, when I left, well, go. Well, you know, what we're talking about here is how we get through the maze of things that happen to us in our lives. Right. 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 And and then we get to show up as the uh, as absolutely in, incredible people with visions. And I uh, think that's, you know, that's part of what we're talking about here today. Okay. Um, but sometimes, you know, it, it's not like I did growing up in, in the Bronx. It's not like you wake up one day and you pitch a penny and you hope that that penny comes closest to the curb. And therefore, <laughs> now you're a winner. I I mean, sometimes it's like that, but other times it's like, wait a minute, I'm pitching a penny, but wait a minute, my thumb is in a cast. I'm not able to pitch that penny. So let's take a short break. We come back. We're going to talk about understanding stress. But before we jump over to a break, tell folks about the radio show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Radio show. Yes. Stress Buster Radio. Dave Dodge. We're going to have some... uh, cutting edge methods. And when I say cutting edge methods, they're methods that are extremely um, effective and very easy, but little known to the, uh, it's not a household. They aren't household uh, words at this point because they uh, either just started or they're just been out a little while. It takes a long time for uh, new methods, new ideas to come into Mm -hmm. mainstream society. So um, I have some of those uh, methods. I'm going to talk about those a little bit later. Um, my show is going to be based on teaching you They're all, all the methods that I'm going to be using are going to be self applicable. So I'm going to teach, uh, the listeners how to apply them to themselves and to be able to learn. And then they're going to figure out which ones they like better and which ones they're going to use and, uh, what, what they're going to use them on. You can use them on any kind of anxiety or worry, fear, depression, um, uh, guilt, shame, even physical pain, anything, any negative emotion that you got. Uh, they're not, most negative emotions are not ours. And uh, they come to us because of our environmental, uh, because of our environment when we were growing up. Uh, similar to what I was talking about is that uh, I got the impression I wasn't supposed to use my smarts. As a matter of fact, I was yeah. told. Yeah. So 
and so therefore, but it's not true that I'm not smart. And it took me decades to figure that out um, uh. after after beating myself and hating myself uh, for decades for not being able to put that together. Um, so those are the pieces that we give away. Okay, so those are the pieces that we're going to uncover and uh, take un, you know, uh, dig out. Uh, those are the good the good things that the and the negative things aren't ours. They were given to us, and so they're going to be just as easily being able to be given away, to be given back, or to be released, and uh, so that you can find your your authentic self again, once again, mm-hmm. your real self. So, um, so uh, it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah, the show's going to be every second Tuesday, uh, 1 p.m. Uh, Pacific time and 4 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time, Eastern Daylight Time at this point. Yeah. 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 And- All right. Well, listen, What here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a short break when we come back. We're going to be talking with Dave Dodge. Yeah, he's got a great new show coming up, everybody. Stress Buster Radio. You're going to be able to hear it on Transformation Talk Radio. When we come back, we're going to talk with him. Oh, wait understanding stress. Uh, And by the way, we're going to just touch upon that here today. And then during uh, his first show, there are going to be handouts that are going to be provided for people. So this is really, uh, you know, if I say the word stress, all of you know what I'm talking about. Probably got that stress relief tea in front of you. Uh, Maybe not. Maybe Maybe you're pumping in the caffeine. Whatever it is, we'll tell you all about it when we come back. Brand consultant Jen Morgan is here with Radically Distinct Radio to help you take control of your future and maximize your brand's power to produce results. Whether you're an individual trying to reinvent yourself and launch a new venture, or you're an executive trying to reposition your company to modernize your sales and marketing programs, Jen Morgan and the Rad Method empower you to play to your strengths and show up in the world as your most powerful brand. To learn more, go to jenmorgan.com, that's Jen with two N's, morgan.com, or call 206 Are you feeling stagnant or blocked in your love life, career, health, or finances? Experiencing difficulty focusing or setting and achieving goals? Tune in to Spiritual Diagnostics Radio with psychic visionary healers Carol Dorian and Suzanne Evans. Discover the cause and effect of unwanted patterns in life. Tune in every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio. For more information, visit spiritualdeed.com. Get ready to experience Truth Talk Radio with host Deb Acker. Tune in to Truth Talk Radio each Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com to illuminate the truth in your daily life as you experience life, love, and abundance from a whole new perspective. This hit show will leave you feeling lighter and bring you into a place of infinite possibilities every day in every way. Visit truthtalkradioshow.com for upcoming transformative topics and guests. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. 
Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Artie Hoffman is the hottest psychic with the warmest heart and the host of the hit show Angels and Answers. A renowned psychic, medium, spiritual life coach, and an entertaining motivational speaker, Artie has helped over 15,000 people with his amazing intuitive gifts, his passion, and his humor. Call 877-ANGEL-02 to schedule a personal reading or to have your own psychic Artie party. That's 877-ANGEL-02. And visit ArtieHoffman.com and Angels and Answers on Facebook. Wow. Hey, everyone. Welcome. Uh, Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I'm telling you, I got to pinch myself some days because when each of us gets called to do something that we so not thought was in our wheelhouse to do for a purpose that's so much greater than us, we get to show up and shine. If you would like to show up and shine on the Dr. Pat Show as a co-host or sponsor, send us an email to inspire at the drpatshow.com. Welcome back. I'm great to have Dave, Dave Dodge joining me here today. Great new show coming up, Stress Buster Radio. Dave is in the house. You know, he shared a little bit about his story, and I know many of us can relate to this. Um, but, you know, this idea of stress, you know, clearly during his show, he's going to give you a lot of information. But, Dave, let, let, let's get into the stress thing. You know, I'm sure you've had points in time in your life where, oh my gosh, you're like, I am completely overwhelmed. Or uh-huh. you're at a point in life which said, which said, this just does not feel good. So yeah. how does your life reflect that? And how have you defined stress for yourself and people? Uh-huh. Okay. Um, when I was about, actually, I got out of the house and uh, started my college uh, career <laughs> that lasted over 20 years. But um, And after the second year, actually, I decided I didn't want to, uh, I quit school and I started just doing manual labor jobs and um, got involved with uh, working with kids and adolescents in uh, New York hospital, actually uh, working with acne out adolescents. And I got this great job working with this great nurse and we did a great job. But at some point um, I'm not even sure why it was, and it wasn't said in a negative way, but it was suggested that uh, it was a very healthy environment. So it was suggested, you know, psychological environment. So it was suggested that if I wanted to work with the kids even better, uh, that it would be good if I went and got my own therapy. So I went at 25, I went into my own therapy and it turned out to be very good in the beginning because I had somebody to talk to. It's unfortunate. Yeah. It's unfortunate. I had a Freudian uh, therapist uh, who just got out of his school uh, uh-huh. who, who was cheaper at the time, but a Freudian therapist doesn't give you a lot of feedback. They just sit there yeah. and kind of stare and, and whatever, but it, it worked because to a certain degree, because uh, you know, I got to talk and I got to talk to somebody about stuff that I don't talk to anybody else about. So that was a good thing. Turned out I stayed with him for three years and went to somebody else for a couple of years. Then, 
down the road went to mm-hmm. another gentleman for five years. So out of a 15, in a 15 year span, I went uh, talk therapy for about 10 years, but it turned out at the end of all that talk therapy, I still had the anger and the rage uh, that I had 10 years prior. We didn't really hit on that because it was, just, I don't, for whatever reason, talk therapy didn't go there. And I still had uh, anxiety and my bouts of depression in relation to the ups and downs of the depression. So uh, it didn't make sense to me that uh, I still had all this stuff going on. So that kind of led me to my search of, uh, of these other methods, which actually coincided with uh, my getting into Columbia University and becoming a social worker and becoming a therapist who had then could have access to the methods that I'm going to be showing people uh, as we go, methods such as uh, EMDR, and I'm mm-hmm. going to make it very. I'm going to make it very clear. EMDR, eye movement desensitization, and reprocessing. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to do that straight, and I'm not going to show people how to do that straight because that can be a real roller coaster. And uh-huh. so, uh, I there is a bilateral stimulation uh, method that is part of that that is very good, and they've uh, found in the years since that um, it's also a very good relaxation technique. So that's going to. Uh, be an integral part in what I'm going to be teaching. Um, but uh, And then there's this uh, kind of evolution of EMDR, which is called brain spotting, uh, which is where you actually find the spot in the brain um, where you're holding on to this trauma, okay? And stress stress is all is going to be all about uh, our trauma. Our, we have our own stress signatures, and I call them stress signatures because they're going to be different for everybody. Everybody, if you had ten, got 10 people in a room and you asked them what stress was for them, you're going to get 10 different definitions and 10 different set of symptoms, 10 different set of uh, events that cause their stress, all that kind of thing, because it's totally different for everybody. So um, that's why it's been so hard uh, in the beginning to uh, get, a, get a clear definition of what stress was. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but... It's also very interesting because uh, back in the 60s, okay, so um, a endocrinologist, um, somebody who deals with the study of hormones and that yeah. kind of thing, Hans uh, Selye, Selye mm-hmm. uh, was mm-hmm. the one that he coined stress back in 1936, but yeah. uh, did not come up with a, a clear definition, a working definition of what that was until this this gentleman, the psychologist named Richard Lazarus in the 60s, uh, defined stress as the following. Stress Mm -hmm. is a condition or feeling experienced when a person perceives that the demands of a particular situation exceed the personal and social resources that that individual is able to mobilize. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, that it's kind of a heady kind of definition, but what it pretty much says is that uh, if we feel like we don't have what it takes to meet the requirements of uh, meeting a certain situation, something in our life, we're yeah. going to get we're going to get stress from it. So yeah, yeah. So so yeah. if yeah, huh? Well, so, I mean, what we're talking about is, uh, you know, what I love about the definition that you put together right there is that what it does is it does not cast a judgment about what a particular stress item is for you, Dave. Uh-huh. And the fact that that stresses you means that it has to stress me. I may have 
totally other things that stress me. Right, exactly. Right. That's, that's but but not your, yours is not right and mine's not wrong. Mine's not right and yours is not wrong. Right. So what I hear you saying is that the work that you're doing with people is to meet them where they are. I mean, you know, we know as individuals, uh, I mean, all you need to do is participate in a little experiment, right? Where you, you're involved in something stressful. That's the whole heart map people do this. And take your blood pressure and look at what the heck right. is going on with you uh-huh. or be in a stressful situation and see how well you can thread a needle. Right. Uh-huh. Right. Right. Yeah. Try that <laughs> little experiment for a minute. You, right. you have a visual of that, right? Yeah. You know, like, you're like, yeah, you, you know, there you are, you, you know, you're right in the middle of a train track and yeah, hand somebody a needle and say, thread that needle. That, right. right. Now yeah. there are some people that that wouldn't bother. Right. Right. That's, That's not their stress point. So right. what I hear you saying is that, you know, you're you're looking at, listen, we create our own perceptions. And so the work that you're doing, the show you're doing, is to meet people where they are. Wide range of experience, right? Mm-hmm. You know, my childhood, and you know this, you're you're mm. you're from the East Coast. My childhood, when I talk about it sometimes. My friends look at me and say, oh, my God, that's so stressful. No, no, I don't look at my childhood and and think about how stressful that was. No, no, I I don't have that sense. Okay. so isn't what you're doing right going to help people understand how it affects us? Right. And that's that's going to be a very big uh, issue. Most most people think Mm -hmm. that stress comes from outside of us. Yeah. Uh, like my boss is stressing me out. My mother stressed me out. My teacher, my the, the test, all that kind of stuff. Uh, if anything, it's not about judging individual uh, people's stress and what they're stressed about. But it is what I found working with people is that uh, sometimes it's easier to point outside and blame outside rather than it is to look inside and to be able to take uh, responsibility for one's insecurities. Okay, so it's about being able to admit that we have insecurities to begin with and that we're screwed up to begin with. And it's okay to be screwed up because that's that's pretty much that's normal. It's normal to be screwed up, you know, so uh, it's the way that you're going to get better. Okay, so I have um, on my website, I have at stressbusterradio.com. I have. (laughs) Uh, the Stress Buster Radio Show, and underneath that, it has uh, some handout inf- information handouts. And if you click on that, underneath, uh, you're going to find uh, what the title is, the handouts were for the day. And, and underneath that are, are going to be the words of wisdom for that show. And the words of wisdom for this show is the Einstein's definition of insanity. Uh, Continuing to do the same thing, but expecting a different result. Yeah. So if, you, if you continue to do the same by pointing outside you that things are screwed up outside and it only if people would stop bugging you or if people would stop uh, coming into your space, then <laughs> everything would be better. And that's not true because you're the one that's in control of that. Uh, but most people don't realize and it's tougher to go inside. And I'm here to testify to that because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I was a rageaholic in my 20s and 30s. Yeah, it was was so much easier for me to be angry than it was for me to get to the sadness. I didn't realize it was sadness, but I knew, you know, but as soon as I, you know, the sadness was a lot 
tougher for me to deal with than uh, the anger. The anger was great. I didn't have to feel anything except anger. But the sadness was uh, was uh, icky. So, yeah. uh, but as soon as I started feeling the sadness, that's when I started getting better. Okay, and yeah. so that's that's when uh, things started to move a little bit. And so then. You know, I got to a point over the years of being able to embrace my sadness. And uh, with the brain spotting in particular over the last 10 years, um, I was very grateful to find some more sadness because the yeah. more that I processed out the sadness, the less it was there. And more of the real me came out and more of the confidence and more of the happy and more of the uh, being able to be me came out. So uh, it, it's actually... It's kind of like exercising. Um, I don't like to exercise during exercising itself, but I love the feeling afterwards. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, uh, you know, letting yourself release, letting yourself feel some of these insecurities and then letting yourself use some of these methods to release them uh, is is kind of what it's all about. And so the methods, so it's kind of interesting because, uh, the first thing that I did learn was EMDR and, yeah. uh, that, like I said, it can be a roller coaster of emotions. You're going to yeah. release, you're going to release whatever negative stuff is connected to that trauma, but right. whoa, you're going to go on an emotional roller coaster as a result. But yeah. so, so then I went and I got trained in, uh, hypnosis because it was going to be a much easier way to be able to get mm -hmm. people to, Okay, and then some people didn't want to uh, lose control and go into hypnosis. So then I learned this other thing, which was yeah. a variation of the EFT, the emotional freedom techniques, and on and on and on. Well, let's uh, hold that thought yeah. because yeah. we we want to take a break, and when we come back, we want we get, we have plenty of time to talk about what some of these methods are. Because what I love about what you're saying is. You know, if you're going to do the kind of work that you do, Dave, you got to have a very robust, very, very robust toolkit. When we come back, we're going to talk about the many faces of stress. And then we're going to unleash this toolkit that Dave has developed. Now, you're only going to get a snippet today in the show because his show is dedicated, dedicated to stress busting. Stay tuned, everybody. We'll be right back. Transformation Talk Radio is dedicated to the education and awareness of Lyme disease. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lyme Talk Radio. I'm Dr. Pat, joined here by Dr. Nusheen Darvish. Dr. Pat Basili and Dr. Nusheen Darvish will be bringing the most innovative, groundbreaking information, research, treatment innovations, and stories from those it affects every day. I'm so excited to be talking about this. We have so much to share. Dr. Darvish and I are planning to do is connect the dots. People suffering with all sorts of chronic diseases, it's time. It is time for them to transform. Tune into Lyme Talk Radio and help keep our mission strong. For the loyal listeners out there that have been listening to this incredible show on Lyme disease, we are not going to let you down. We're going to come through stronger and enrich the platform for Lyme disease awareness through Lyme Talk Radio. The message will continue. The conversations will become stronger and the healing epic. 
Are you sick of feeling overworked with no motivation? Take a break from the daily grind. Life coach Nicole Eisler is here to provide a healing journey of optimism. Passionate and caring, Nicole is no ordinary soul. Her dedication to helping everyone has no limit. Witness the power of positivity. Tune in every first and third Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific for Positivity Party Radio with Nicole Eisler on Transformation Talk Radio. For more information, visit BigDreamAwakening.com. Tune in to The Michael Shane Show the third Tuesday of each month at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com and connect with the ascended beings to raise your vibration and manifest the life you desire. Get ready to receive healing through the transphysical mediumship of Reverend Michael Shane and the ascended beings. Visit MichaelShane.com. That's M-Y-C-H-A-E-L, Shane.com, and call 425-971-6632 to schedule your full healing session now. Have you been seeing numbers like 111 and 222 everywhere you go? Do you feel that the universe may be trying to get your attention, perhaps offering a message of some sort? As it turns out, numerical patterns and certain types of geometry form the very fabric of our reality, from cells under a microscope to the astronomy of our night sky. At Stellar Reflections, we offer special sessions which tap into these patterns, designed specifically to support you on your journey. The 111 and 222 activations are sessions activating new patterns in your energy field, which in turn can help you create new patterns in your life. After just one session with a practitioner, either in person or via distance, clients report gaining greater clarity, becoming more intuitive, and honoring their inner truth as they move forward in their lives. Curious about what these transformational sessions might do for you? Call 425-999-9836 or visit StellarReflections.com. That's StellarReflections.com. Hey, everybody, welcome back. It's great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. You know what I love about this? I'm excited. I'm excited about what Dave is going to do. I mean, Benny, we haven't been this excited in, in, you know, since we did crust busting, right? <laughs> we did a crust busting I show. Hear you. I hear you. About, you know, now we got Dave doing the stress busting. I love this because we're, you know, Dave, again, thank you for uh, saying yes to doing this and helping people. Um, here, here's the thing. Um, you are going to be able to bring even a lighter side to this because there are many faces of stress. And you and I touched upon this earlier where, and you know, Benny and I, listen, Benny and I have been together for 14 years here, right? So here's the deal. There are some things that never bother me, right? Uh And there are some things that never bother Benny. And then right. in our 14 year period, there have been some things that have absolutely bothered both of us. Right. And it has to do with, I think, our roles in life. So Benny has five monitors in front of him. If you ever saw him, <laughs> I think five or six monitors. And, you know, and he and I were doing a little test before the show. And I said to him, Benny, that same little issue you have, we just did a test of our new technology and had the same issue. So here we are pulling our brains out the other day. If you'd have seen us doing our test of our technology, I can only imagine what Benny went through this morning. <laughs> what I discovered in him sharing this little deal with me is it's got to be Skype. It's got to be a Skype redesign issue because uh-huh. here we are in one room and it works. In the other room, it doesn't. 
And if you'd have been with us the other day in this technology that's taken two years to build, having done a previous test and not had the problem, and now five or six of us are on the test and it's not working, can right. you imagine right, what right. was going on? Uh -huh. So there are many faces to it. Tell us right. about the faces. And then later on, we may even skip the next break. Tell us uh, later on, what the heck are we going to do? So what are the many faces of stress? Tell us. Okay. When I talk about uh, many faces of stress, I'm talking about how stress gets manifested in our life. And mm -hmm. uh, you won't, you wouldn't um, probably realize it. I certainly didn't realize it. Even working in the field for years, I didn't connect uh, the direct connection between uh, anxiety and stress, mm -hmm. uh, oh, worry, worry and stress, fear, depression, uh, excess anger, my, my rageaholic uh, thing back then had to do with my stress, my stress of not being able to express myself and not being allowed to express myself. Uh, guilt, shame, uh, any other negative emotion, even physical pain is connected there's an emotional component to physical pain, and some people have just physical pain and no uh, medical reason for it because they're stuffing their feelings. Um, and uh, I've worked with a number of people who have been able to release this because uh, they never knew that it was connected to just their emotions that they were stuffing. Uh, so we do some... Uh, we do some pretty intense things. We have some defense mechanisms that can be very strong. And those defense mechanisms, uh, one of the most immature that they say is uh, denial, but it also can be one of our uh, strongest. And uh, it's said that if our defense mechanisms are strong enough, it helps, it prevents us from getting uh, better uh, because our defense mechanisms are there to uh, tell us that everything's okay. So then uh, if we don't get the signs from, to know that we're anxious or uh, depressed or, um, you know, and we're stuffing feelings, then they come out in effects on the body. And uh, it, it can cause uh, arterial sclerosis, heart attacks, strokes, high blood pressure, kidney failure, um, certainly attacks the immune system in every way. They're finding out, oh, there's this... Um, study that's been going on for 20 years it's called uh, the adverse childhood experiences study. Uh -huh. and uh that i'm going to be talking about a great deal because that's where it all starts okay so adverse childhood experiences this is not about blaming anybody this is not about uh you know trying to um make any any parents feel bad or uh you know, get kids to, or children to get mad at their parents kind of stuff. It's about identifying what's going on. And it's not just with the kids of the parents. It's about the parents. It's about the grandparents. It affects us all that way. And that's what actually gives us our stress signature and our insecurities and what pushes our buttons emotionally are these adverse uh, childhood experiences. And so, again, uh, my beautiful example of uh, being told that I was stupid when it was the opposite that was true uh, that affected my life all the way up to now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and helped to cause stress even before this radio station because, Oh, am I good enough? Am I smart enough? Am I blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Uh, so, um, it's important. And, and that was a very, uh, intense, uh, conditioning, uh, that went on in, in my family for me, 
uh, and I even became a black sheep of the family as a result mm-hmm. of my intelligence. So that to get you, <laughs> that's pretty weird. But um, no, I but, totally understand because yeah. I went through the same thing. And you know what happens uh, with folks is for me growing up as a kid, um, the the issue was I stuttered. And I stuttered, you know, into my teenage years. And so oh, when wow. you stutter, everybody oh, thinks you're slow. Well, you know, you know, back in the day, what yeah, happened right. when course, people stuttered. But, you and know, look you at are, you now. And oh, look at you now. Holy cow. Can't shut me up. I know. I that's so cool. Sh- but it's this so is cool. what you're talking about, right? Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. You, you, yeah. And you're a beautiful example of uh, using... You know, there's kind of a spiritual journey that that is there. You know, it's kind of ironic that I got so screwed up as a kid, but I, I say in my bio also that it's uh, it's ironic that I became this uh, person who has all these methods now to help all these people to you know, and now I have a radio show in order to help all these even more people uh, to get over their uh, negative stuff when they were growing up, kind of thing. So. Uh, it, I used to hate that I was got so screwed up, and now I realize that I pretty much I love the fact that I got so screwed up because it made me who I am now, and mm-hmm. because I worked with all those issues and I uh, used all these methods to work on my issues, and so it was actually good that I got so screwed up that I had to work on all those methods. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and I'm not saying I'm done. I'm still we're still working. We're still going, and so it. Uh, I was hoping at one point it was going to end, but I think it's kind of a lifelong process. And if you want to continue, uh, you know, getting to the next level, you're going to, you know, keep challenging yourself and keep challenging these old uh, negative conditioning uh, patterns. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, well, and and if you don't, okay, yeah, and this, I right. don't want to put the fear, I don't want to put fear in you, but I want people to wake up to the fact that it's important to address their stress now because uh, otherwise they're letting themselves kind of drift off into being a statistic. And, you know, it's kind of scary because this, um, uh, this adverse childhood experiences study has got some very clear proof. And so this, our society likes to have research, likes to have empirical evidence and boy, it's coming out with some really good empirical evidence as to, uh, how those adverse childhood experiences can equal some pretty intense things later in life. Uh, the medical model is finally uh, acknowledging that 78% of chronic illness and disease has got to do with stress. And yeah. they've never allowed themselves. It's all been the genes and heredity and all this other kind of stuff uh, until very recently. So it's good that the doors are opening and the knowledge is getting out. But uh those adverse childhood experiences affect us in every uh, area of our life, mentally, emotionally, physically, financially, career-wise, relationships with others in home and work, uh, socially, all that. Um, And end up, could end up in illness, disease, and early death. Uh, Years are taken off your life if you don't. Um, And I know that sounds pretty crazy, but, uh, and there the study has to do with 17,000 Kaiser Permanente insurance people, actually, who are middle class to upper middle class, white people mostly. Uh, so you wouldn't expect that those statistics are coming from that kind of population. 
Yeah. Uh, you would think that that was a much lower class where we assume that that kind of stuff happens anyway, but th- certainly the lower classes are getting it much more intensely. But uh, it, it's across the board. Okay. It is so, across the board. Yeah. Yeah. And it's affecting yeah. all of us across the board. It's not just the poor people that are, uh, you know, getting the illness and disease and early death stuff. It's everybody. So, well, and, you know, it is everybody. And that's really brings us back to talking with you about, okay, if it is everybody, how do you figure out what these cutting edge methods are and what we can do about them, right? So how do you make that distinction between relieving stress and releasing stress? Um, I know you're going to talk lots more on your upcoming show. Yeah, right. But right. this and, is really and, where you're going to bring in all the tools. Okay. Uh Okay, relieving stress is really good, and we need to do that. Um, uh, it's not one of my cutting-edge methods, but just to give an example, exercising is an excellent uh, relief method for uh, stress. Okay, and I have – so this bilateral stimulation, I don't know. You want to do a little experiment? Uh, well, let's see. We got about eight minutes. Can you do uh, it in eight? We could probably – yeah, we could do it in eight. I want to show you a relief. Release – release – uh, releasing your stress is going to be about going back to those childhood traumas and actually using the methods that I have to release those childhood traumas. So much to say, and I'm going to say them in shows to come uh, in relation to those negative adverse childhood uh, experiences create negative emotions and uh, negative thoughts, beliefs, which equal negative emotions, equal neg- negative dysfunctional behaviors. Okay. So it's about, but if you release the trauma, Uh, that cause those negative thoughts, beliefs to begin with, you're going to let go of the negative thought, belief, uh, the negative feelings and the negative behavior, believe it or not. Some things are much more conditioned than others and take longer to release, but that's how you're going to release the stress and you're going to release how you're going to, your stress signature and how you handle stress in the future. Relieving stress. uh, Are you stressed about anything right now? (laughs) Me? Yeah. Uh, not at the moment. I'm not. Nothing. I never get okay. stressed when I'm doing a radio okay. because I'm, I'm in my zone. Okay. I, you know, I'm in my zone. I, I'm okay. the quarterback. You know, I'm like <laughs> Russell Wilson. No, I'm not Russell Wilson because okay. he didn't win. Do me a, but do you me know a, what I mean. Do me a favor. Think about that uh, thing about the Skype problem that you had before. Oh, that thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, there we go. So where do you feel that in your body? Uh, I feel that in my brain. Okay. And zero to 10, 10 being the most intense. How much? Today, not so very much, but yeah, if I go so, back to the other day, much, let's go back much? to the other day. Yeah. If I, The other day, uh, it was like about a six. It was a 10 okay. for Jessica, but it was a six for me. Okay, so stay with that. And what I want you to do is I want you to, we're going to do the butterfly hug. It's a bilateral stimulation mm-hmm. um, uh, method. It's from EMDR, but it's only a piece of EMDR. It's not the whole thing. So uh, do me a favor, do a butterfly hug. Just hug yourself. And okay. you're going to have... You're going to have your right hand over your left arm and your left hand over your right arm. And then I want you to start tapping uh, alternately. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, all right. And I want you to think about this thing in your head, this thing about the Skype in your head that's up on a six. And I want you to just spend a little time just focusing on that as your alternate tapping. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we're going to do this for about 30 seconds or a minute. It's not a waste of time. It's going to be very pertinent. Mm. And you went, mm, what does that mean? Uh, that means that uh, 
I was trying to figure out what the heck we were so stressed about the other day. <laughs> so <laughs> that was what, like hmm. what? Okay, so what yeah. number are you on now when you think about that situation? Uh, actually, that's what I was trying to say. Uh, okay. I'm not even thinking about it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that dropped pretty quickly for you, and it so did. yeah, and but do you believe that part of the bilateral tapping had anything to do with that? Well, yeah, because if I'm tapping, I know I wasn't thinking about it. You know what I'm saying? Right, right there? Exactly. Yeah. Right. yeah, I wasn't having that moment right there about it. Okay. All right. So um, actually on my show, we're going to spend a lot more time in relation to doing that kind of thing. Awesome. Kind of, yeah. And um, that's- Benny, I that's... hope you did it. <laughs> Benny, I hope you did some tapping on that. I know it's funny, isn't it? But yeah. I mean, this is really what we're talking about. You're going to be introducing people, you're, you know, the listeners, everybody tuning in uh, to things that they can do right now, just like we did right, right. now. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm talking about. And you can apply them to yourself and they're relatively simple and easy. Sometimes they going to take a little time, uh, you know, five, 10, 15 minutes for that bilateral thing. Uh, but it can release stress immediately. Okay. And you can do that alternate tapping you can be at a uh, meeting in a conference room in your business uh meeting and you could be tapping your toes alternately on the floor under the desk and it would provide the same thing it reduced the stress so the part of the thing about stress is that the more we're stressed the more we're at hyper alert and the more our frontal cortex isn't working the frontal cortex is the part that is the uh, one that makes our decisions and gives us the answers that we need to, you know, follow through on tasks and stuff. So when we're super anxious, we don't get those answers. We don't, we're, we're not allowing ourselves. We're in survival mode, but that's yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. So it's about uh, releasing that. And you can do that relatively quickly, especially if you learn how to do it and then practice it on a regular basis. Um, you know, meditation is kind of, a lot like that, but it takes a lot longer to get good at meditation. So this is what I'm talking about is that these methods I'm going to be showing you are going to be a lot easier, a lot quicker. Mm -hmm. so, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So tell folks again um, a little bit about when uh, they can tune into the show uh, because we're getting ready to launch it here in a minute. So that's uh -huh. going to be kind of cool. And yeah. then what I'd love to be able to go back and do is talk a little bit about you know, how people can find out more about you, how they can find out websites uh, and things like that. And, uh, you know, and, and I think it's important for folks to know that, you know, today's show is it's really an introduction. But what you're going to be moving forward and doing uh, yourself is meeting people where they are, taking people through many conversations and, and really showing people how they can create that change. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Uh, it's going to be my web. I have a number of websites right now. I'm just going to, uh, talk about the stressbusterradio.com website, which is going to have most of the information, which is going to have the information that we're talking about on the radio show. Uh, I have a Facebook page. It's, um, uh, stress Buster radio with Dave Dodge. Uh, there I would love to have people's comments in relation to what they like about the show, perhaps don't like about the show, what they want to hear more of, what they want to, get more out of uh to help to be kind of a guide for me to see where people are at um i also you know the the radio show is going to be on every second tuesday uh of the month it's going to yeah. be uh, one o'clock uh pacific time and four o'clock 
Eastern Daylight Time. Uh, and I'm very excited to be here. One thing that I didn't mention before about the many sure. cases of, of stress was that uh, there's a whole uh, category of there's acting out behaviors, there's avoidant behaviors, acting out behaviors in relation to how we handle stress, how we handle anxiety, how we handle anger, whatever. So there's like, uh, it, it goes into overeating problems, weight problems, it goes into substance abuse and addiction problems, it goes into procrastination, people pleasing, perfectionism, uh, workaholism, all kinds of isms, uh, shop to your drop, acting out in school, self-sabotaging behavior, self-doubt, all that kind of stuff. So all of that is a uh, is the residual effects of, of stress. So if you're having a hard time dealing with your stress and you have any of these, and that's just a, a mention to mention a few of the acting out avoidant behaviors. Um, mm -hmm. uh, if you're having problems with those, again, it's going to be about uh, needing to or wanting. Hopefully, you want to deal with the stress so you don't have to go to those uh, behaviors. I know I've been through my share of those behaviors, yeah. and, and uh, I am so much. I feel so much better now than I, than I did then. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, you know, we're talking about, you know, helping people and bringing people, um, you know, to the forefront of what's possible in their lives. And I know if many of you um, are listening to the show, then part of what we're talking about here is understanding that you can get some relief. That's really what right. we're talking about. Exactly. Right? You can get some relief and not only can get some relief, you can uh, feel better in the long run by actually releasing it. Um, mm -hmm. I also, I also on my website, acceleratedhealingsolutions.com or any stressbusterradio.com also, you can get to the relaxation shop. Oh, one thing I didn't mention was sure. uh, that the relaxation shop is I'm giving away a free bilateral that. It's going to be sounds, uh, left, right, left, right, as opposed to the butterfly hug, which we just demonstrated with Dr. Pat. Um, but I'm going to give it away to give you an idea of how relaxing that uh, those sounds can be. I'm actually giving away um, uh, MP3 called Those Crazy Crickets. Uh, it, it, you want to keep it on a very low level. so. Mm -hmm. Um, I love the sound of crickets, uh, summer nights and I'm trying to keep the summer alive because I'm not excited about the winter, but, um, it's about, uh, going in there, downloading, going into that, uh, relaxing, relaxation shop, uh, scrolling down, getting the free download yeah. and, and trying it out yourself. Just download it, put it onto one of your devices. Uh, it's good with, it's best with headphones. It's better with that. You, you got to have headphones uh, right. in, order, in order to get the left right thing going. If it irritates you at all, that just means that you got too much going on at the time and you want to mm -hmm. take it off. You want to take it off and try it later. Okay. Awesome. The, okay. Object awesome. is to relax you, not to get uh, you irritated. Okay. Uh, thank you. Hey, Dave, yeah. thank you so much for today. We're looking forward to your show. We're looking forward to the many, many ways you're going to share how you help people. Thank you for a great uh, conversation today. Dr. Pat, thank you very much for inviting me and uh, was very enjoyable. Thank you. Yeah. See and thank you, uh, Benny, thank you for pushing all the right buttons. We always love when you do that. <laughs> uh, and all of you out there, stay tuned. Dr. Friedman Chow coming up right now. 
preceding audio was via a Skype call.